Welcome to New Week, New Music. Today we are bringing you a very special uh, bonus episode. Um, it is the uh, second installment of um, our series that we are uh, bringing back for you guys, where each of us picks uh, nine albums total, three overrated, three underrated, and three of our personal favorites. And then all three of us will combine those together into 27 albums that we'll then rank and compare. And yell at each other. Yeah. It's, it's one where we get mad. Yeah. <laughs> We're in person again, so I'm actually a little... It's Hands might be thrown. Hands might be thrown in that. violence so, here. But, uh, um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, what do what do we start with? It's We start with the underrated, I think. Is that what we started with? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. got to be underrated, then overrated, then favorites. Then favorite. Yeah. All right. Okay. Perfect. And last week we did Brandon, so now we're doing Brandon's me. Up. And I am excited. Uh, I'm like more nervous now than I was when I, I did mine. Yeah. See, I, I'm, never, I'm never nervous for Ben's because we have very divergent, like casual listening tastes. Yeah, we do. So like, I, I feel like me and Ben throw out albums and... Uh, Neither of us really know enough to be mad at each other. Exactly. Yeah. But then the the beauty of it is that Brandon's like that cross in the Venn diagram, so we both get to piss him off. Yes. <laughs> well, you're fun too, Eric, because like I I never know what you're gonna like ever. Like I'll throw something out and you'll be like, I don't know what that is, and like a lot of times you love it, and a lot of times you don't. And yeah. like just the I've totally lost the ball on what yeah. counts as good music to me. Yeah. We've all agreed that we have like we've given up predicting. Yeah. All right, Ben. So what are right, let's go. Let's, let's right. hear. Underrated. Um, we're going to start with um, a band that everyone and their mother has heard of, um, with Nirvana, and I'm going with their debut album, Bleach. And I, mean, I feel like it's got calling that album underrated. I have think you g- have you guys heard heard Bleach by chance? Yeah, I have mean, you, Eric? Uh, that's a. F- I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. That's a fair take. It's a bit of an odd choice because obviously it's not. It's not. It's not regarded poorly. It's not but regarded poorly. In but Nirvana's when you discography, mention Nirvana, yeah. nobody ever, ever, ever mentions Bleach. That's ever. that's fair. And that's kind of why I chose it. Is that you know they'll talk endlessly about Nevermind and In Utero and and their live album Unplugged. No one ever talks about Bleach. Yeah, like I, I've I, never heard it brought up. I think it's fair. And for that reason, uh, you know, I've listened to it and I think it's pretty darn good. Uh, I will agree their other albums are better, but Bleach is pretty darn good. Um, I think they. They really came out of the gate, you know, knowing what they were doing. Um, I don't I don't even think it has too many flaws. Um, I think they definitely developed their sound a little better afterward. But um, I, I love the rawness. I think it, it, uh, it, it, you know, it's not like a working things out album. It's mm-hmm. they knew what they were doing, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for that reason, you know, like you said, it's still decently regarded. But I think it, it it's not just a, a pre-stage. I think it is an important statement in their discography. Yeah. So it's kind of like some of the ones I picked were last week, where it's like not necessarily like people think it's bad normally, right. but just, just underappreciated, very or, underappreciated. It's and weird to me that as much as famous as Nirvana is, that and they only have never, like three I mean, albums, and plus really. they only have three studio albums, and then right. four if you count Unplugged in New York, which is amazing. But I mean, the fact that they only have three albums are super famous, but no one ever talks about their first album. It's just kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. All, so, right, yeah. All right. Um, for my second one, um, we are going to go with an album I'm almost positive you guys have never heard of. Um, it's called Alopecia by the band Y. Okay. I remember you, you've been mentioning mentioned it before a few I've times, but I've not heard it Super excited about this yeah, album. I, I don't know enough to comment, but so I'm excited. I know nothing. I found this album on a Reddit music thread called, uh, the, the gist of the thread was, give me an album that's amazing that I've probably never heard. And this absolutely checked both those boxes for me. I'd never heard of it. I listened to it. Um, and from the first track, I was just totally engrossed in it. Like, what genre is it? It's, um, 
that's a good question. It's kind of hard to classify. It's a little like this just God, makes me more know. excited. <laughs> yeah, what's it, like it's, an artist comparison? It's um just just don't because I want to go in yeah, blind. Yeah, right, right, you know what? That's gonna, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, but God, this is a fucking amazing album. Um, and this one, I'm actually confident is criminally underrated. And we've talked before. It's like I have a hard time coming up with underrated albums because I feel like mm. most of the albums that I love are are rated well highly all, yeah. already. But this is one where like it's got like a three point five four on rate your music, mm-hmm. which I think is criminal. I think it deserves to be way higher than that. Um, my God, um, I don't even know if I want to say too much more about it other than the, the lyricism is amazing. Okay. The, I mean, everything about this album is, is just so heartfelt and well put together and I I hope you guys enjoy it too, but who knows? I I do think it's an album that not everyone will like, and it seems to be a little polarizing, but okay. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. You've done nothing but excite me. I'm excited for that one now. Oh, and also (laughs) the album, when you see the album art, I think you guys are going to love the album art. Ben, you've hyped this up a lot. (laughs) If this album sucks, I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) And for my third underrated album, um, I couldn't help myself. We're doing another Ween album. Yeah. Oh man, see, I kind of bumped because Ween's a little too much for me. Maybe it'll click yeah, this time. I, probably Maybe. not. Honestly, if you, didn't like, if you didn't like chocolate and cheese, you're probably. I mean, it's not that I didn't like it. It was just weird. I, I liked it. Dude, so it's like the weirdest album. It's so weird. One of the weirdest bands ever. Uh, I'm talking about their most recent album, La Cucaracha, um, which I, I will admit is going to sound weird. It's the worst album. Um, <laughs> that being said, it's still underrated um, mm. because this one seems to be like way below all their other ones i still think it's pretty darn good okay. um it's got under a three on rate your music which again i think is kind of criminal um i think it's way better than that um it's incredibly stupid but <laughs> all of their albums are incredibly stupid i still think this one is just just as funny as a lot of their other ones and even though it's not as good um there's some really fucking funny shit on this album <laughs> and i love it it's fun it's ridiculous oh. and uh, i think it deserves to be a little higher in the ween canon even if it isn't uh, quite i'm, as I'm nervous about so. that one because we uh, I've yeah. not agreed with Ween, and <laughs> well, I'm going to listen to a bad Ween album. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that, but we'll see. Uh, right, what, so right, overrated. This, overrated. Is, this is when things get spicy, Yeah, I Brandon like. said he was scared, so we're going to see how how uh, justified that, that fear was. All right. All right, so um, I'm going to start things off with um, an album that I was loosely familiar with. I was familiar with a couple songs. This is an album that is a household name. Uh, everyone has heard of this album. I would wager to guess fewer people have actually listened to it, but everyone's heard of this album. It's super famous. I've heard a couple tracks off it that I was eh about. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. My my dad has owned this album since as long as I've been alive. We've had it in the house. I've never actually gone through it. Let's see what all the hype is about. And I was, I was like, I have a nagging fear that this isn't going to live up to the hype and by God, was I right? <laughs> this album is mediocre at best. What is it? It actually kind of pisses me off that people like. And I'm talking, of course, about the live album "Frampton Comes Alive." <laughs> Man, that's a that's a very hot take. Yeah, I know. That's like one of the most famous live albums ever. I know, and I listened to it, and there's no fucking reason that that should be the case. <laughs> you're, you're not going to get any fight from me there. Peter Frampton's an overrated fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to this shit, and I'm like, like it's not. I'm not going to call it bad because I don't think it's bad. But it sounds God. like you want to, though. Peter Frampton but dies the, the second you hear anyone else use a talk box. 
<laughs> like literally the second <laughs> artist you hear use a talk box, yeah. Peter Frampton is a I hack. I, I texted my friend Jeff. I texted my friend Jeff who we're going to do the Pink Floyd episode with. And I'm like, because he's a big music guy. And I was like, can you explain to me like why Frampton comes alive? It like is so good because I listen to it and this, I don't get it. And, and he responds with two words, talking guitar. <laughs> yeah. And literally as soon as you hear somebody else do it. Yeah. Um, I just do not get why. I, I I think this album survives on pure nostalgia, and yeah. that's it. God, Peter, like pure seventies oh. nostalgia from people who never actually got into interesting seventies because <laughs> there was a lot of interesting stuff going on at this time. This is so bland. This would have been bland then. It's super bland. I also now. think part of it is just the name of it just rolls off the yeah. tongue so well. Frampton comes alive. I'm so like, pissed off because you made me think about Peter Frampton. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he has such boomer energy. Like, Dude, it's so. He's got the the three humbucker Le, Gibson yeah. Les Paul Black Beauty, and he's uh, making uh, it talk, and everyone's like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> and it's like, and, and the, the crowd. It's I have no than like idea. 60. I was surrounded by Frampton haters. <laughs> if you're younger than like 60, that, this shit is thing. pedestrian. Like, I actually, I don't like it. I, I personally kind of don't like it when people like make fun of boomer. Like, like let the boomers appreciate what they grew up with. Like, there was exciting shit going on. Like, I don't blame people for being nostalgic about that because there's a lot of great music. But yeah, when you said boomer energy, like, yeah, this totally is. <laughs> it's, it's, there's. Uh, you know, it's just, I don't... Use that inflatable pig, man. Fuck the government. Like, <laughs> God, it's so... But Ugh. it isn't even that. It's like, like, yeah, that stuff, like, there's a lot of angry, you know, political music that, like, if some 65-year-old, yeah, man, back in my day, the music's great. It's like, I totally agree. There was some cool shit going on. I don't blame you for, you know, wanting to relive that, but this should not be part of that canon, because... <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's, what's the it's, next one? We it's, already we're got so much. We're going to talk about the, the way the crowd just... Death. Peter Frampton goes, doodly doodly do. I'm Peter Frampton. And the crowd goes, ah, like, like you fucking sheep. All right. I'm cutting you off right now. Great pick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a sign of a good I am so pick. It, it's the most confident I've been in an overrated pick like ever. <laughs> Alright. Oh, Here's so another nice. one that uh this is an interesting overrated pick. It might be spicy, it might not. Um I feel kind of bad bringing this band back because it, I, I swear to God I love this band. Um they were my favorite band for years. Um but I am yet again picking them for overrated, and I am talking about Led Zeppelin with In Through the Outdoor. That's this was one of their, their later ones, later right? their second. That's the one before Coda. So you can okay. consider it their last album this, if you want to. I, if I remember Coda. this, this album has "Fool in the Rain." Fool I think, in the Rain. And that song slaps, and that's about it. Yeah, so, that one has one of the most top-heavy discographies of all time. Yeah, yeah, totally. And this one, granted, is not highly rated to begin with. Um, it's generally viewed as kind of okay to decent, but I'm going to go ahead and say this album is not okay. This album sucks. Like this <laughs> album actually sucks. It should be regarded as a bad album, as a failure, not as a, oh, it's late Zeppelin. I was like, no, this this album is poor. I and like, it deserves uh, to be shitted on. And it and I feel like people either just like forget about it or they think about it through rose colored glasses. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say like this this is it's not good. Like I, they there's so many flaws in this album, it's it's pretty bad. I'm gonna say something incredibly pretentious, but yep. when people list Led Zeppelin as their favorite band, it's like a huge red flag to doesn't listen to a lot of music because you clearly haven't even listened to your own favorite band's discography right, much. Like, like, oh, what Led Zeppelin songs do you like? Literally everything that they put on Mothership. Like, literally, yep. outside of Zeppelin's greatest hits, they might as well not exist. Their deep cuts are so far below the 
the peaks. Yeah. It's like I think Led I Zeppelin say, has the like probably the biggest range of sound. Like when in their prime, like, they're amazing, but oh, yeah. their bad songs are like are sometimes shockingly bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. But it, I will like, say there's a lot of really good Zeppelin deep cuts too. Like they they have a pretty they have a deep discography of, of like really good shit, but like. Yeah. Those like the stuff range. that was like thrown under the bed and forgotten about. Like there, there's some garbage yeah. too. Well, I'll, I'll save my criticisms of the album until the 27. But mm-hmm. man, I have a lot to, a lot lot to, to talk about, about on that one. one. Yeah. No, I'm and I'm not really familiar with it enough to yeah. say right now. I really, I, I really do like the song "Full in the Rain." Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, that's I, a good song. If yeah. I remember correctly, it's really the only good part of this album. But uh, yeah, but so there, it's, yeah, what, it's not all bad, but it's the bad outweighs the good. Anyway, uh, what's your um, last one? All right, this one, this one might piss. Branded off, I think it'll all right. I don't um, know which one. Do you? What is it then? We we already got mad. Is this a night at the opera? No, I oh, considered. Oh. No, night you at the told, opera. you said you I, were going to. I actually, I said there was a strong possibility okay. I would put night at the opera. Um, and while I do think it's a bit overrated, I did go back and listen to it. I was like, I want to piss Branded off. I want to piss Branded off. And I listened to Night at the Opera. I was like, yeah, I may think it's a little overrated, but still a very good album. Uh, it's still got some really cool sonic stuff on it and some conceptual stuff, and I just can't quite justify putting it on overrated. Um, it's actually really it's, good. Brandon thinks it's like a perfect album, and I think he's dead wrong there. But I will admit, like overall, it's a it's a big success. So I would have felt a little guilty okay. Uh, okay. and dishonest putting oh, well, that. Yeah, so why did you actually? Yeah, <laughs> I did pick one that uh, will. I had you know something in the in the queue for okay. for the piss off. I'm going with uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> As overrated. As overrated. Yes. I, mm. Let me make my mm. let me make my I mean, case. I, first. I feel like I should have seen this coming because we argued about this on the, so the first Rolling of all, Stone. Let's start with the fact that Rolling Stone, um, in their three iterations of the greatest album of all time, they listed this one at 20, 20, and number 12 in the 2020, um, most recently. Number 12 of all time. And I will admit that the the highs on this album are incredibly high. Um, but what people forget is that the lows on this album are pretty darn low. And you can't pretend that Human Nature, The Girl Is Mine, and Lady In My Life aren't on this album. Because they are on the album. I swear to God, those songs exist on Thriller. Yeah, but no one cares uh, about those. That's my point. You can't cherry pick if you're if you're cherry okay. picking the, the reason the why, I, why I defend this album on like the Rolling Stone list is because like it is even with those songs on there it's the most important pop album of all I time I, I honestly it I might be, concede it, that absolutely I, I I don't I'm not even gonna disagree with that um but and, and the, I will totally agree with you that yeah. those songs kind of so, so here's my thing if Being you're going generous. by importance cultural impact absolutely and I think that's kind of what a Rolling Stone Mm-hmm. Goes yeah, with, although yeah. we, although they were very inconsistent and we we you know yeah. went to depths uh, uh, criticizing that but yeah if you're going by cultural impact yeah totally but that's not how I judge albums I I try to just judge it on the content mm-hmm. and uh, I love Michael Jackson is best um, want to be starting something I think Quincy Jones might deserve a Nobel Prize for that song <laughs> that song's magical yeah. um, Billy Jean beat it um, Thriller like. The four great tracks off this album are probably like if you made a list of the best pop songs of all time and put those songs as in One, the two, top three, four spots, four. I would have no contention with that because yeah. they are absolutely amazing. But it, this album's got three or four songs that are total duds. And in my opinion, you can't have an album where 30 to 40% of the songs are duds 
and call it one of the greats of all time. You just, it's not justifiable to me. If it had one bad song, sure, maybe, but this has at least three genuinely bad songs on it and you can't pretend those songs don't exist. So I feel like this, my... this might be a spicy one come, uh, yeah, come the final. We're going to have to see come yeah, the ranking. This, this one is hard for me because I, I personally think Thriller is an absolutely great album, but it's hard for me to argue if you come in here and say, I think an album that a lot of people might pick as like a number one all time kind of album is overrated. Like that's probably a defensible take. Yeah. Consider, yeah. I'm not saying it's not great because I still think it's a, it's an amazing accomplishment and mm -hmm. overall I like it. But you know, the fact that it's so ridiculously high on a bunch of lists and rate your music, it's like in the three hundreds, which is, you know, a little more reasonable to me, but still pretty darn high. Um, it's not that I don't think it's great. It's just I think it's over. People have this like godly image of this album, and and again, like if you ask people what songs are on Thriller, like they'll, they'll list. They'll say Thriller. Nobody and will Jean. fucking say Pyt or that awful duet with Paul McCartney. Like they probably just <laughs> pretend that doesn't yeah, exist, but yeah. they don't even remember it. But uh, there are a lot of things about Michael Jackson that people like to conveniently forget. <laughs> and, uh, his songs are just one part of it. <laughs> All right, let's let's yeah, let's, let's I, speed it up. I, I, let's get through the, yeah, the favorites. I don't, I don't know if I want to touch that one, so let's move on to your favorites. <laughs> uh, All right, yeah, we're not going to get into that at the moment. Uh, favorites. All right, um, where should we start with this one? Well, let's start with uh, Eric. You're going to listen to a lot of Swans these next couple yeah, weeks. All right, I've never <laughs> Did you listened pick to multiple Swans song, Swans albums. No, no. <laughs> that would be honestly, <laughs> I could have picked like three Swans albums. But we're going to ease him into this. I think, uh, you know, three or four hours of Swans I'm is enough. I'm going to guess soundtracks. You picked soundtracks. I did, I did pick soundtracks. Okay. I wasn't sure whether to pick soundtracks or To Be Kind. Um, I, I mainly picked soundtracks because we've already talked a lot about To Be Kind, and I figured mm. let's just talk about something new. Um, and also, I think it's kind of interesting because if I recall, Brandon and I, uh, To Be Kind was our introduction to Swans, correct? Uh, was that, was that, was that your first? To, yeah, it was probably the first. I, heard I know Swans. it was my intro to Swans. And I think it's a great way to get into Swans because it's mm. probably, you know, it's 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 very new and unique, but it's also palatable mm -hmm. I think for most people. Eric is getting a very different intro to Swans. Yeah. He's starting with their debut album, Filth, and soundtracks, <laughs> which I would argue are way harder to to stomach at first than to be kind. So yeah. I'm very oh, interesting to see how his experience with the band or his introduction differs than ours mm -hmm. and, and, and how it is. So I'm very curious that we'll have different I will there. say, I, soundtracks is a. I'm, I don't want to get talk about it too much. Like, soundtracks is a hard album for me uh -huh. to to really gauge. Yeah. Um, and in the past, it hasn't clicked with me yeah. the way like some of their more recent music has. Right. But um, yeah, and that's the thing is like I've that's a popular sentiment where you know, and I can totally understand the barrier to entry on this one. A lot of people say it's hard to get through. For me, I did not have that experience. Like this album felt so right to me. Um. So I'm really curious how how it is to you, and it it's two hours. It's over two hours. I'll go ahead and give you that. I've got, warning, I've got some of those lined up my sleeve too. So yeah, cool. So I was the only one nice and only picking like 30, 40 minute albums. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, I've got. I was got shocked it. that Swans had a forty minute album. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, yeah, it's before they kind of became right. The, Swans just have changed so much over the yeah. years. All right. Well, that's a yeah, cool. All right, so yeah. yeah. Anyway, what's, what's the next um, one? Or, next one we're going with uh, uh, Seeger Ross with. Agatis Birjun, probably totally butchered that. Um, Brandon is familiar with this mm -hmm. one, I believe. I heard it a few um, times. This is the Seagrass album. It's the only one I've ever heard. This is their most famous one. Mm -hmm. It's very highly regarded, but uh, man, 
if you're looking for like pure sonic beauty like this is no this is the prettiest album i've ever heard um it's it's like just like a beautiful warm blanket it's, it's for just like, the most like lush oh, sound so lush. imaginable it's, but it's not just beautiful it's like there's so many moods and emotions conveyed in this album mm-hmm. um uh i listened to this album uh i revisited it for the first time in many years um actually after we got our dog um we were driving her home from phoenix and uh, we put this album on and it was just like one of the most beautiful things i've had because like <laughs> guys, this, we got, got our new dog, dog that we were in love with and i had the dog at the feet and and man it was just like i wanted to cry it was so fucking beautiful <laughs> yeah i um, can i feel like so, this one will be a contender for me pissing ben off i think quite possibly you, have you heard this one no i haven't i haven't listened to it but the way you're describing it just doesn't seem like something that's going to click with me We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll, but, we'll see. Yeah, I could no, be totally I, wrong. Very, very I, I will say for this album that I, I very much enjoy. I like just totally like isolating myself on this album. Just like yeah, like oh, you have got to. My, it's got head, my headphones. It's head music. It's yeah, like the heaviest head music. Like lights off yeah. in bed. Oh yeah, like that, that's absolutely yeah. You don't. That's that's the way to experience this album yeah. for sure. Um, and yeah. uh, next um, we are going with a man whose seven XL has still yet to be invented. Talking, of course, about Cool Keith, aka, in this case, Dr. Octagon. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) And uh, if you're into, um, you know, rappers who uh, are in the medical profession, um, here he's playing an octagonicologist. (laughs) I'm talking, of course, about Dr. Octagonicologist. And uh, uh, if you thought the guy uh, who made sex style wasn't also a sophisticate, uh, <laughs> prepare to be. <laughs> All right, blown uh, away. Um, if you thought the the lines in the ICP album were bad, oh, dude, these are fucking genius. And I've said before, Cool Keith is easily top ten rapper of all time for me. Not even no, not even have to think you about know, it. That's a, like in certain circles, that is not a hot take at all. He is the rappiest rapper rapper of all the rappers and my friend i was introduced uh to dr octagon through my friend um who described him as a guy who sounds like a rapper who has never heard a rap song before yeah i describe him as post rap (laughs) (laughs) that's so accurate this guy he his he has the most ridiculous prose you will ever hear. <laughs> like he he has just such a blatant disregard for any rules or norms of how to rap or how to think or how to write a song. Like he just does not give a fuck at all. And man, like I don't think anyone will ever touch the way he he wrote rap songs in the '90s and or today. Like he's still I mean at it. Yeah, like I can honestly say I've never heard a rapper like cool I saw Keith. this dude live in Phoenix. And he freestyled straight for 40 minutes about utter nonsense. It was terrible. <laughs> and I loved it every second of it. Well, oh, you okay. have uh, officially made me excited for these albums. Yeah. Although I've, I've heard a few. I think of, you've probably heard most of this, but yeah. uh, I didn't know which. I was either going to choose this or like, I, I figured this is the, his most famous and it's really good. It's a good one. It's a good no, yeah, it's definitely his most it's famous. It's just pure core weirdness. Yeah. And, yeah. All right. Oh, man. It's, it's gonna be a long listening session for you guys. <laughs> that, man, a, there there is yeah. a wide range on the Nami. I'm excited to see how it plays out because I, I have the feeling uh, there's gonna be some anger. That's oh, close yeah. to my favorite's close to five hours of listening. Jesus Christ, Ben. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Yeah, 
Oh, uh, yeah, because, I mean, Soundtracks is over two hours. Yeah. Uh, Those are both about 70-minute albums there. Seeger it, and, yeah. and Dr. Octagon are both pretty long as well. Okay. So Yeah, the only one I wasn't sure of the length was Dr. Octagon. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> it is not short. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, I just remember, like, the first time I heard this, I, like, sent you a picture, like, man, I'm diving in. And, like, you were, like, at work or something, yeah. so you, like, didn't see it. So I'm, like, sending updates, like, it's getting weirder. <laughs> yep. Oh. So, like, he just, like, sees it at the end of, like, me, like, slowly losing my mind going through yeah. the album. Ben, so. what the fuck? <laughs> All right, well, I'm excited to hear them, and I'm excited to hear what your nine are, but we'll, we'll have to wait on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you all very much for listening. Uh, join us next... Uh, our next main episode is... What the hell is it? Oh, Greta, Greta Van, Van Weezer. Weezer. Greta Van Weezer. How did I forget that? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm so... We're about to Maybe it's because I just... Yeah, which we're about to record in like 30 seconds, so... All right. Uh, yeah, thank you all very much for listening, and join us next week. Have a good night.